listening to Bass Agenda.
Hi, how you doing? Welcome to Base Agenda. Hope you're doing well. Nice packed show for you this month. Episode 206, focusing in on, for the most part, the excellent electronic music made by Cirque, C-Y-R-K, a.k.a. Sam and Pascal. These guys have recorded under various aliases and released on a number of labels. So today we're going to try and bring all that together, have a chat with the guys, find out a bit more about them, check out some of the tracks they've made over the years, plus take a leap into the future as well, check out a couple of tracks from their forthcoming album, Escaping Earth, coming in September on Childhood Records. Kicking the show off with this great track, Doppler Spectroscopy, and any second now we're going to slip into post-human. You'll hear the guys talking throughout the show. First voice you'll hear is Pascal's. A little bit of me in the edit there as well, but for the most part, focusing on these guys and their excellent music. Later on in part two of the show, quick dip into the promo box. Got some great new stuff up from Parand, The Hacker versus Commuter, PRZ, and a couple of other great bits for you too. Enjoy the show. into music I always recorded tapes when I was a kid and I just compiled music and I was sitting in front of TV and uh, recording like my favorite video clips from MTV and, and that's also how I actually got into electronic music because I was a kid in the 90s in Germany where electronic music was huge so we had like live transmissions from Love Parade and, and Viva Club Rotation with their format and that's how I got the first like the first electronic music yeah mm. influence yeah yeah and 
then I was always obsessed with, with DJing and like what the art of mixing and scratching and beat juggling and then eventually like when I was like 13 I still got my first pair of turntables and played music there and then yeah. I was 14 or 15 when I went to, the, to my first rave uh, somewhere in the woods like just with like yeah just two turntables and mixer little sound system and a lot of crazy people and that's I yeah, think yeah. when I got hooked that's the, way to do it, man. Yeah. That's the best way to start I think <laughs> one of those crazy experiences you never forget yeah yeah, yeah. And what was that? You were listening to it. I guess it was like techno more more than anything else. Was it? it was in the beginning. I mean, at the very beginning, I listened to like a lot of hip hop and drum and bass, and then it mm. was uh, techno, like pretty right. hard, like hard German, hard techno, Schranz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then from that, I just slowly transitioned into like all kind of electronic music, and mm. always, also when I DJed, I played okay. electro, house, techno. I was never committed to only one style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that from your music, actually. I mean, you guys both, you know, quite quite diverse in, in, in the stuff you do, which is, keeps things interesting. Mm, it's more fun for us, yeah. also. of electronic music. I mean, in Belgium, we have a lot of electronic music. You know, I mean, and uh, I know that like Telex was representing Belgium for Eurovision in '80 when I was nine. So uh, yeah, it was you know it was a thing in the seven uh, like '80 uh, uh, Eurovision show was a big thing. You know, and also the kind of stuff that you, especially I was really into music. So I'm collecting already collecting seven inches since as so long as I remember. And I remember also my uncle listening to Kraftwerk and those songs were really uh, had an impact on me. Yeah, yeah. Like Radioactivity, I think it was the single and so now I had I had the singles also those, those records and then I had all the after all the new F shit like the first Depeche Mode and right, right, that's yeah. really what yeah. I remember like really your TV from 242 was also big in Belgium especially yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, this kind of music that I I listened when I was really young actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that I, I was exposed to. top of the show we'd be having a look at a forthcoming album from these guys coming out on childhood records in september the album's called escaping earth slipping into a track from that now called the harpers of mars Thank you. 
studied in bands actually. Okay. Like playing some drums first and a bit of keyboard, bass and like with friends. Then we ended up in a home studio with a friend who had like a sampler S1000 and we were, it was also the time where we were really into this S-Express and it was this okay. bomb the bass times and uh, you know, and then we kind of also soul to soul a lot. We were a big fan of yeah. that and it was a lot of electronics mixed with instruments. We kind of tried to go that path with the band and it was a lot of work in a home studio with a, you know, a track tape and some synthesizers yeah. and and yeah, it started like that actually. My first piece of gear it was actually I started to make music just with a computer in the very beginning, and then when I eventually bought a piece of gear, it was like uh, the Cork Electrode EMX, the blue one oh, yeah. with the with the tubes. Um, yeah, and I kept it for a long time. I had it for more than ten years. It took me forever mm. to like I, I sold a lot of stuff and, and swapped it for other gear. But this one stayed until like I think maybe just a year or two ago. It's just I, I kind of have a thing for groove boxes. I like to just sit down on the sofa, take my headphones, and just just make beats. And I like to have everything in one place. It's, I, I like the limitation of it. Uh, my first piece of gear was a CSO one from from Yamaha. I got it for in Belgium. We don't have no Christmas. It's not Christmas. It's more Saint Nicholas. And we had that, I had that for my, I think when I was 12, because the neighbor, I was always at the neighbor's house, and the, 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 the older, he was playing keyboards, and he got at some point some money from his grandmother or something, he got a, I remember it was a Juno 106, and a few other things, and I was like super, ah, what is that shit, that I was also addicted to go when I was young, to hang out in equipment stores. That's why, uh, when, especially at the time when the older, I remember when the, even the Mirage from uh, Anthony came out, or the, all these electronic drums, the Simmons drums, what I was really, I was, I was always playing a bit of drums, I was really obsessed with that. And I remember for this St. Nicholas stuff, I got this CS1, it was my very first synthesizer actually. I feel wow. I was 12, so definitely 12. Jensen Interceptor and you're listening to Bass Agenda. Four or five years ago, I think, we were in Detroit hanging out at uh, Brendan Gillen's uh, place from Hectomorph and interdimensional yeah. transmissions and they were just getting the live set ready and he just bought like a whole modular rig and he just like showed me the modular and I, 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 kind, I got kind of hooked so I bought my first system and I just sent him the sketch I told him like dude what do you think about this track and he loved it it's like hey I'm actually thinking of like doing this darker, more techno um, su uh, sub-label of IT, called IT. It's like, uh, would you be up like signing signing on this label? I was like, yeah, sure. 
let's do it. Uh, and then I sent him more music and in the end it became a four tracker. But this was the very first, which was just my first modular system. Okay. And, and yeah, just like one, one long jam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the sinister. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the I'm, I'm the way. twist. I'm the twisted one of us too. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that right? <laughs> I think so. Uh, We met online at first, and then we were actually a couple at first. I mean, we we, st we started to, to to talk, and obviously also about music, because like on his profiles, I had some I had some pictures of me DJing and him of playing live. So we kind of got in a conversation. And, but it took some time until we started to make music yeah, together. We, did, we didn't do at all. Didn't I think the first two or three years or so, we didn't make any tracks. He made his thing, and I did mine. And then eventually, right. I think we started with a remix or a track on a compilation yeah, or something. I but it was us separate. No, we, yeah, when we really go, got more into it, it was when we had to do this. I, I did a few live acts with King, and uh, oh, yeah. and then uh, I got I got a request to to play with King somewhere, and uh, I mean, of course, we could not do this. So the promoter say, okay, just invite whoever you want. And I was doing already those those nights as, uh, at Watergate where I was inviting friends to play live and I said, okay, just why you, don't you come with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, also, right. then we, we programmed, we had like six weeks to program mm -hmm. something. And then, yeah, we, yeah. then we made the tracks. This finally got me to play live because I was planning to play live for such a long time, but I just never had the patience or the motivation to actually pro program like a, like a one-hour okay. live show. So now yeah, I had yeah. to. Um, yeah, yeah. 
so that was pretty good. You had a, you had a deadline to hit. So, yeah. Exactly, it's like, okay, it's now or never. <laughs> so, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, his first live show was in a big festival in Moscow, invited by our friend Rustam from my episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Yep. How many people were in the crowd? At that? It was quite a big. It was like, <laughs> I know, a few thousand. Three, three, four thousand. Wow. It was, it was pretty big. Yeah. How was that as an experience, man? First time? Um, I was a bit nervous, like a tiny little bit. It went super well, actually. Yeah, funny enough, it did. But like, I think the first three, four live shows, I was just. Um, I was extremely nervous. Uh, he was already comfortable in studio to treat the machine, so basically it was the same thing, but in front of people. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's yeah. Still fe- it's, it still feels different when, when somebody watches you. In the studio, you sit alone. This, I think, was the biggest barrier. I'm always watching. Like, yeah, and ju- sec- secretly judging, uh, quietly judging. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, it's a track that's actually, I, I played a lot with Suburban 9. I mean, as a Suburban 9 with Pennington Live, I actually I was his uh, second person. And I produced a lot of music with him, actually. Uh, and this track, actually, it was chords that I found for the intro of the live act, I remember. And then I just played th those chords, and then we just put this like little drum loop in the back. It was done with the Korg Electribe, the first one. It was really the intro of the, of the Suburban Light live act for a while. And then when uh, we got the offer to do the Peace Frog album, we decided to turn that one into a full track. And then we had this world of pearls, and it was exactly the same bass line and Space Invaders. Same sound. So mm. <laughs> it was funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then we did, I mean, we finished that, the track, which was not, it's not even really finished, it's the, the end, we never finished the end, it was just stops, just like that. Cuts, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's somehow, it was one of the, always one of my, my favorite tracks, Some I don't know why, and mm. still, a lot of people are telling me about that track still now, which is, I still play it in yeah. DJ sets a lot.
uh, yeah, agreed. It's, it's, it's actually our, a side project we did just, I don't know why, just like that. And uh, yeah, it was kind of an experimental track with uh, when we got the Sith clone, the sequencer, certain. and it was really uh, also the idea of just you know putting the drums a bit behind it came from this uh, Exaltics with uh, Heinrich Müller record on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know where all things seem to be off, but it's really not. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Shifted. It plays tricks. Yeah, it yeah. plays tricks on you. Then. Yeah. So this was the idea of, uh, and with the circle, it's easy to actually, you know, uh, play this kind of, make this kind. Of, it was really a, basically a virus, TI, a Nord drum, and, and a circle. And it was really, okay. uh, we really, uh, I mean, I really like how we managed to get it super cold and super mm. sci-fi. That I, it's, mm. it doesn't happen a lot. That. We managed to get where we really want to go, but this time we managed somehow. Cirque so far. Got another track from the new album coming up a little bit later on, but for now we're going to divert now. Check out some of the uh, influences, some of the tracks that inspired these guys to start making music. They've chosen two each. First one up, chosen by Sam. No Shuffle by Front 242. Shuffle, Sam. What, what, what was it about that particular one that was special for you? Oh, I saw them live when I was young because mm-hmm. I, they were also in Belgium. You know, they were a lot on TV and on some shows, and I was always fascinated yeah. by their universe. You know, with the straws, the, the, the parachute, and the camouflage, and the, and the Simmons drums, and the emulator. I was really into yeah. that kind of shit, actually. And I saw them live. <laughs> then, I, actually, I was DJing in the, like in the kind of mobile disco when I was so so thirteen. Is all their friends who we were just like going wow. going to a like village uh, places and the build up with the, the, the sound system and the and the, and the, the lights and and I, and I was always be playing records and buying records already and mm. you know you had, you had the slow section and then the more funk section mm. and, and front 242 was played and I think we did a show and they were playing live 
And I was always really into this kind of sounds. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. So, well, no, I, so yeah, it's hard to explain how it sometimes it just grabs you, doesn't it? Yes. This kind of stuff, yeah. But no shuffles, no, I mean, it's, to me, it's not one of their most well-known. Somehow it was the one played. Mm. And those, those yeah, dis yeah. disco, mobile, mobile disco things. No mm. shuffle was the one, somehow. That was always yeah. played between uh, Depeche Mode, Just Can't Get Enough, and uh, I would say, uh, you know, this kind of songs, tracks. Listen to me, what we do here, it's fucking essential. It's like oxygen. The world's dying of a thousand heart attacks. We heal them up. It's a goddamn public service what we do. It's not, it's not, that's the only reason to make music. Music, 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 music.
It's it's just a good mood track. It's like it has happiness, the, the perfect groove, uh, nice singer, beautiful synths. Um, yeah. It's just like yeah, yeah. I like uh, because I always had a thing for like vocal house and just happy okay. music. Yeah, back in the days, oh, where yeah. I remember being a lot trying obsessed with the synth stub and trying to reproduce mm-hmm. it actually over <laughs> and also the technotonic like the da 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 da. I was super yeah, yeah. Exa- super obsessed <laughs> with that. Uh. Oh, so yeah, funny. yeah. How close out. did you get, man? How close? Not very close. <laughs> but then I became very close with James Pennington, who actually was part of Inner City. Then I know how it happened. Ah, okay. Trade secret, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Rotor and you are listening to Base Agenda. We'll be right back. 
Club rotation, and I was just—I mean, I always liked vocoders, and I loved that video clip. It was just so—it spoke to my kitty brain, like this alien running around finding a giant bud of weed. Yeah, and that baseline, and yeah, I don't know, because like my biggest influence was like always yeah, like those those TV formats, like like club rotation mm. that I just right. watched every Sunday, and. Mm. That's how I saw a lot of video clips, also like to like Underworld or Slippy, or oh, yeah, um, yeah. there was Wamu Project, or uh, yeah Inner City, mm-hmm. uh, you name it, and all the French House. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. but I think uh, yeah. I have Space Invaders was just a very special track to me. Like the 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 whole is sound aesthetic, the the bassline, and. Funny, uh, even like the, the whole story that like I was, it was one of my the, one of the tracks that had the biggest influence on me, and, and also IF is like um, definitely one of my favorite DJs. And then yeah. the coincidence that like 20 years later I would uh, sign on the same label um, mm. made me then even happier. Well, like it's, 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 it was a very big thing to me. slip in that influenced these guys Sam mentioned it at the top of the show the amazing Eurovision by Telex after this we're going to get into uh, that second track from the new album coming in September nice acid trip called Stranded in the Unknown
I wanted to take one track of the album, and this is definitely one I'm the most happy with. I think just just the journey, like the first three and a half minutes, like no beats. And yeah. I, I'm also obsessed with the 303, and, but not in a way of just like banging acid techno. I like when, because acid is about, I think, LSD. So basically, the three, if you have like a trippy LSD line, uh, 303 line that works somehow, like mm. on, on a subconscious trippy level, and that's what mm. we try to achieve with this track. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was meant to be a trip that slowly yeah. builds up peaks and wears off. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's no, a really nice journey, man. I like the, the way it evolves. And it was also the idea of the, of the label owner, Muallem. We just said, hey, why you, why you guys don't extend that track to like a... Dude, it was an ambient track first. It was first an ambient track, then we did a beat oh, version okay. of it, just for... just, to, And then he said, why you guys don't combine both of them and make it one? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, what is it, eight minutes, nine minutes? Yeah. Nine, nine and a half, I think, even. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like no, you know, it, to me, listening to it, it feels like a four-minute track. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's always stimulating, which is always a good sign, though.
mean, do you guys, do you, are you into sci-fi or do you just experiment with sound or? Sci-fi, yes. There's sure. a lot of movie soundtracks also. I mean, we, we kind of watch a lot of movies and shows. And I'm, at least I'm like obsessed with film music and the, the atmosphere. Sure. Also the machines also. Mm-hmm. Some, sometimes we just like, especially, I mean, he's the modular guy. Just like make a patch and just like, okay, he's just doing this thing and then, oh, that's this. Then just like record yeah. like 10 minutes, then mm. edit. Or just, yeah. So you kind of spark ideas off each other. Yeah, or sometimes yeah, we just like obsessed with all with a, with a film soundtrack. What was it to that? Movie? Uh, um, Annihilation. Yeah, the, the last yeah. scene in Annihilation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. So yeah, yeah. sound design, we're like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. How did they do that? Oh, maybe we should try this and try that tomorrow. Yeah, that, and that's just kind of... like, oh, I think if we run to it, then we try, and it's not. It's exact, yeah. definitely not what we were had in mind. Because it, it just sounds like a simple super saw, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, but and sometimes, I mean, very often it leads to something that we didn't expect. Or it's not. Yeah. It doesn't do at all what we want it to do, but it does something different, which is very cool. And then we just go from there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get those kind of happy accidents. Yeah. That you know, get, and they start to take their own their own form, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Time now to check out some tracks that uh, Sam and Pascal from Cirque have been impressed by. Got some really great selections here for you. First one up is Elliot Litrosky, Serial Funk. This is the DMX Crew Remix. Yeah. DMX Crew remix. I like this track, nice rave. It's sick. Quite quite cheeky. It's got a bit of a bounce to it. Yeah, actually <laughs> we are we are on the same agency, so our booker sent us the, the promo quite a bit ago and we we're impressed by the whole record actually. Mm, okay. Wow. We think we both we were both fighting who's gonna pick that record on the favorite because we love both love that record a lot. And uh, uh, and I was really uh, wow the DMX crew. I mean, Pascal is, prefers the original. I prefer yeah. the DMX crew. No, not the original. A, a different track on the same record, actually. And uh, I mean, I love the DMX crew. And I think for me, this he, he, the arrangement of this track is sick. What he did with the original part and just turn it into his thing, it's very yeah, yeah. amazing. I mean, I love this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so talented. Man. Oh yes. It's a really funky track too. I, yeah, yeah I, I love it.
like with you guys? Do you, do you kind of start, do you always start with the same element and build on that? Or do you kind of, it, does it come out of experimenting? Or? It really depends. I mean, yeah. sometimes if it has to be something efficient, clubby, uh, we would usually start with a beat and then sure. just build everything else around. But like we did some, some more ambient and electronica stuff and or like everything that's a bit more musical yes we would start with pads and harmonic elements and then even even for uh, the, the science cut EP that came out it was also a lot of, like trying synths and doing like some sequences mm -hmm. and some pads and some atmospheres or just and then mm -hmm. add the beat on top yeah or the, or the modular mm -hmm. patch and just yeah. let it run by itself and then and record right. <laughs> so do you think that working together has brings out something that you couldn't do if you were on your own, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, Sammy is really good with like all kind of funky bass lines and, and, and beautiful strings and he's more the melodic one actually and um, I just have this thing for like weirdness and oh you're also and... obsessed by Italo Disco yeah okay that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah that's my gay side yeah. I mean uh, he bought he literally bought a lot of records like uh, old vinyl stuff it's yeah, like full like, fabulousness and, oh uh, yeah and, like old freestyle <laughs> records and like <laughs> like rainbows and uh, unicorns <laughs> good stuff man there's nothing wrong with that man no no we we have no like problem with that. Mm. <laughs> well, we, we also love to do this kind of music, it's also yeah. fun. Mark Richard. I, I was always a fan back in the days of Jedi Knights and uh, 
evolution and everything they did link i mean i mean mm. basically all they did as jedi knights and together with tom middleton was um, i'm a fan and then mm. the album we did on warp was two years ago two or four five years ago is i love it so so i listened to that album mm. a billion times Yeah, yeah. And then when this track yeah. came out, I was like, "Wow, we did a sick electro track, and the vocals at the end are so smart. It's so so, so that weird. Whole section, it's amazing. so weird. It's, it's so out of the box that I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really well produced. I mean, it's, this guy is genius. It's so it just fills. Pascal, fills the head, man. Pascal still plays yeah, a lot yeah. the Jedi Knight. Yeah, the the album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was that track they had that he had as a link? Was it Antacid? Amenity, yeah, Antacid, yeah. Amenity yeah. a a, 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 a was the was the, the hit. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, no, I really like that track, and I, I actually hadn't heard it. So when that when that the the, the, the talking at the end kicked in, I was like, yeah. really sh- kind of surprised by it. And it goes on; it's long. Track, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so entertaining. Halcyon Technologies, you can surf in a clean cyber ocean with no ads, trackers, malware or phishing attempts. We guard your personal data by using industry-leading AMC 276GQM encryption. It's only 7 cents a day to secure your digital life. Use Cloakable. Terms and conditions apply. Cities are about people. By improving the human experience, we enhance the city. At the Digital Transparency Collective, our aim is to combine internet teams and ICT to optimize the efficiency of city operations and radically improve urban life. The Mindfulness Corporation present the wonders of frequency medication. Are you having trouble sleeping? All creatures, and even plants, need sleep. Using academic research, combined with pan flutes and wind chimes, we guarantee increased productivity, performance and profitability. Subscribe to Mindfulness now, and discover that nothing is possible. Welcome to Nuanced Solutions, Module 1, Building Trust in Your Brand. Say trust. You can trust us. You can trust us. We can be trusted. Increase emotional connection. You can trust us. You can trust us. We can be trusted. We can be trusted. You can trust us. We can be trusted. At Nuanced Solutions, we believe that algorithms don't feel, but people do. Please subscribe today. Digital transparency. Data. Trust. Nine trackers blocked. In the new smart city. Digital transparency. Data. Trust. Image de-identified. In the new smart city. Citizen empowerment. Data. Trust. Our TV network scramble. In the new smart city. For data transparency. Voice de-identified. In the new smart city. The community that sings together.
stays together. Smart city, smart governance, smart energy, smart building. by this artist he just in the, the mm. whole thing like no faceless figure the kind of the computer entity yeah, so, uh, an artificial intelligence uh, artificial intelligence yeah intelligence. Um, I mean everything he puts out is just amazing or they put out or I think, they, I think I know what it is uh, yeah everybody has their theories yeah, I, 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 I ask a label where you release and we released and the label owner just didn't answer my question I think Yeah, uh, okay. we have our theories. <laughs> I have a little theory with you. <laughs> okay, you want to yeah. share that? You, Mac. Ah, okay. Because yeah. it's it's extremely well yeah. produced, and you, Mac, is totally into this NFT yeah. and blah, blah, blah thing. Sure. And it, it sounds a bit like and it's the Charity Cooler. And, it, and it, it sounds like the Charity Cooler, and you, Mac, released also on, uh, on Tronic a lot. Yeah. And the Client L3 is also on Tronic. I'll have to see if I can ask him. <laughs> I, speak, I speak to him
Yeah, and I wasn't yeah. sure if I should uh, take the original track or the Radioactive Men remix, but I decided to take the Radioactive Men remix. The original track by itself is amazing. I love the, mm. especially the string part in the middle. But what Radioactive Men made out of it is just it's a whole new level. He just completely took it somewhere else. Yeah, that's the same. It's interesting. The thing you've chosen, both DMX Crew and Radioactive Men, you've chosen. They really, they really do put effort yeah. into their remixes. You know, you get some people do a remix and it's yeah, almost like yeah. they're just slightly dialed down the levels mm-hmm. a bit on something. But these guys really get creative, don't they? Yeah, and the breaks. I love the breaks mm-hmm. in this one too.
BaseRadio.com. on the next Disco Satonicos, various artists which should be out in July from Alienata. The next uh, another Science Cult will be on the way. The Science Cult is for October and yeah. we get a Pled remix. Wow. Oh, wow. And they are one of our heroes. We we wow. actually decided not to put a Pled track in our favorite tracks because we It'll put Pled tracks again, again everywhere. <laughs> they are all ultimate heroes and we kind of only talk about Pled, so we decided not to talk about Pled until we talk about Pled. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it has, it's going to happen at some point. So we have a double... That's nice. We have a double EP on Burial Story, which is the label owned by Raoul Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> and it's collaboration. So, so far we did one track with Jensen Interceptor, one with David Carretta. One with Sister mm. from Science Code. Versalife. One for Ver- with Versalife. Oh, we, we just finished Steffi. one with Steffi. And what else? Yeah, yeah. And we just did another kind of Italo disco record on a Folklore, which is a label of our friends at the club in Lausanne. And we have a remix bar of our very dear friend Alinka, one from DJ at Home from Front de Cado, and one from um, uh, Prince Thomas. And we, have, we just did a remix for... Uh, there was something else. We just did DJ Hell remix. I had a DJ Hell remix also. There was something. So in any case, if you forgot somebody, sorry. The album on childhood, obviously. Yeah. The Polar. Yeah. The okay. yeah. We just did, We're gonna do a remix for Murder. Yeah. Because we're yeah, a friend with the manager. And okay. Wow. And cool. We said yes. Yeah. We like the guy a lot. Is there anybody that you've not collaborated with or remixed or had remixed you that you'd like? Have you got your kind of dream, your dream yes. people that you'd like to work with? Gerald Donald for sure. Yeah, absolutely. For her, I mean, too late. Andrew Weatherall would have been amazing. Oh man, yeah. Uh, IF, obviously. The Lego, yeah, yeah. Lego, Lego Belt. Belt yeah. We really, 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 really like animistic beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, man. Those guys yeah. are so annoyingly talented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are so wow. so on on it. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I'd love to interview those guys sometime. I must. I must get in touch. Yeah, with them. yeah you should. Uh, should be super yeah, yeah. nice people. They look super nice. We have one That's festival already in Croatia booked. Okay, cool. So Moon Dance. Um, I'm hoping maybe one or two smaller DJ gigs in Berlin over the summer. Yeah, we'll But see. Great selections from Cirque. Love and thanks out to Pascal and Sam. Wish these two guys all the best for the future. Got a hell of a lot of really cool stuff planned by the sounds of things. Keep an eye on them. Time to check out the promo box. Jumping straight in here. A killer collaboration between two killer artists, The Hacker and Commuter. Something I'll probably pronounce completely wrong. It's Roant Gen Part 1. 
This Detroit's filthiest, and you're listening to the number one underground bass agenda. We'll be right back. 
years or so before any of these technologies could catch up for you before we head into the last track of the show after the hacker versus commuter we had francois dillinger and lloyd stella really nice deep track machine men then into something new coming out on uh, hilltown disco soon uh, prz track called red material then into some nice thumping upbeat acid by uh, adrian de elvius probably said that wrong as well <laughs> that was a track called brain surgery track we're sitting on top of right now something new from parand track called the vault and to end the show with my stunning pronunciation continuing something absolutely mental from schreffelgelb track called v halt this is the random remix absolute killer
it for this month. Thanks a lot for listening. Love and thanks out again to Pascal and Sam from Cirque. Thanks to all you guys for listening. As always, the show will be up on the uh, archive on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda, bassagenda.co.uk and on uh, iTunes at some point over the weekend. Full tracklist included, of course. Next month, we've got Mariska Neerman, interview and selections, and then what will no doubt be a great mix from Acel. Have yourselves a great weekend. Keep safe. Keep well. Cheers.